Welcome to Packaging Talks. On this episode, we have a special guest, Mr. Jeevraj Pillai, Joint President, Packaging Business and New Product Development, Uflex Limited. Mr. Pillai, in this exclusive conversation with Dr. Ranga Prasad, provides insights about the current technology for recycling and reusing multi-layer packaging waste and shares all details about their initiatives to tackle multi-layer packaging waste. He also talks about the potential application and markets for this recycled MLP waste and throws light on how AI and machine learning technologies are being used to create robust systems to recycle and reuse this waste. Let's tune into the conversation to find out more. Hello everyone and welcome to yet another interesting episode of Packaging Talks, the podcast series brought to you by the Packaging 360 team. Today, our guest is Mr. Jeevraj Pillai, Joint President, Packaging and New Product Development at Uflex, having more than three decades of experience in the field of packaging. As you know, Uflex and its associated companies are uh, pioneers in uh, flexible packaging. So, welcome to the podcast, Mr. Pillai. It's great to have you on our show. Thank you so much uh, for having me. Uh, appreciate it. Mr. Pillai, let's start the conversation, you know, by uh, starting with this concept that multi-layer films, you were the pioneers in developing a host uh, host of solutions for the uh, food and farm sector. But regarding the complexity of multi-layer film packaging for barrier protection and extension of shelf life for products is concerned, just as this subject is complex, so is the subject of uh, handling the waste that is generated after use. So could you tell us how this uh, idea about starting a kind of a program to uh, develop a technology or a sort of inserted program for handling a multi-layer packaging uh, laminate waste started in in your organization. Okay, so the whole exercise began uh, sometimes in uh, the 90s, uh, early 90s, when we were planning to put up a massive packaging plant. Uh, you remember during this time, you know, the packaging per capita consumption of the country was less than uh, 2 kilograms uh, per person against uh, 120 kilograms in countries like United States and Japan and all. So we had a vision that uh, once we put up a massive uh, packaging plant, uh, things would obviously change. The the per capita consumption is going to go up because of the advantages that multi-layer packaging offers in uh, shelf life extension and uh, logistic handling. So uh, we were wondering, you know, once this kind of capacity set up what will happen to the waste india as it is has a very poor infrastructure of uh, for handling the waste uh, in addition to this when it is plastic waste it will be more difficult uh, we knew that the gutters and the drainages would choke and it will create chaos uh, in the urban areas so this is the time along with the commissioning of the main plant we started working on uh, the technology of recycling multi-layer plastics uh, to back up a little bit, you know, we went to RMA, we went to uh, SML, we went to many companies. Uh, they said, you know, because multi-layer plastics are complex, they have uh, various types of materials with different rheology. It is uh, difficult to uh, recycle and we were uh, not encouraged very much. In fact, we hired one person, uh, one technocrat only to uh, find out how this can be recycled. So the, the journey began and uh, we would have made uh, hundreds of designs of screws uh, where, uh, you know, we tried to recycle them. Many screws broke, the extruders broke, the, the barrel design had to be remodified. Finally, in 1996, we were able to crack it 
uh, where multi-layer plastic was successfully uh, recycled. So this was the time when we applied for an award with the Swiss government, Swiss da Davos uh, Environment Award, and we got the number one prize. We were the only company who were able to recycle multi-layered plastics. Subsequently, we also got an award from uh, Dr. Manmohan Singh, who was the then finance minister. So these these days, circular economy was not talked about, as you may be aware. So the, the vision itself was very clear. The next two three decades, we have to find a solution to recycle the multi-layer plastics in order to succeed in the packaging industry because uh, packaging industry supports uh, the food processing industry. You know. If you see in our country today, almost $1 trillion worth of GDP is supported by packaging industry. If you see food processing industry, $250-$300 billion, fertilizers and chemicals, uh, pharmacy and uh, other industries, uh, non-durable industries, uh, detergents, baby care, femme care, personal care. All this put together, if you see, it's a $1 trillion economy which packaging industry supports. So in order to find a solution for circular economy in packaging was absolutely essential. And uh, this was the need of the hour. And today we are tasting the success. Uh, today we realize that if we had not done that, we would be in a very, very different kind of situation. Thank you, Mr. Pillai, for sharing the uh, initial thoughts and the initial uh, inspiration that led uh, your organization to embark upon a very visionary and futuristic program. But I'm sure uh, during this journey, you would have encountered a lot of uh, challenges as we had the beginning, multi-layer uh, laminate as a uh, flexible packaging material itself is a challenge, developing structures for uh, different kinds of products. But then when at the uh, collection stage, when it becomes a waste, so what were some of those uh, challenges, both in terms of technical challenges, in terms of material complexity, variation in composition, and also the logistics uh, challenge in terms of uh, handling, sorting, and how were you able to uh, sort of structure a very uh, develop uh, a structured program, which could then result in some kind of a foundation for developing a technology that you have come up with? Okay, so if you see any recycling process, uh, there are four processes involved. One is a feeding, second is the mixing, third is the melting, and fourth is uh, you know the solidification and cutting it into granules, which we call it as granulating. Now, if you see multi-layer plastics have difficulty in all these four areas. Mixing, big difficulty. Uh, feeding is a big difficult. Uh, it's a difficult process because you have material with various densities. It is a mixed plastics. You should make sure that paper or aluminum foil-based plastics are not fed. So feeding was a big challenge. We had to develop a feeding system. Mixing, you know, because the different density materials are there, mixing was a big challenge. So we had to have a design where uh, there is enough time, enough dwell time for the mixing to happen in a homogeneous manner. The third thing was the melting itself, you know, because two different uh, materials have two different melting points. We had to add some kind of, we had to develop some kind of a compatibilizer. So in order to uh, ensure that there is homogeneous uh, melting. And then of course, when the strands come out, how to cool that and cut them, you know. So normally there are only two processes of cutting. One is a regular stra uh, strand cutting and the third one is a die phase cutter. We had to develop something which is a mix of both. So we developed an underwater cutter, uh, which could cut into granule forms and uh, dry them and store them. So all these four stages were challenging 
and we had to take help from various institutions and various uh, industries because we are packaging people and we we are not screw designers or next order designer people so we had to take various uh, assistance from various uh, organizations and finally this we see if you see there's a massive investment because all these trials are very expensive you know designing it and putting resources and then failing it and again redesigning it so this was a big task which took about two or three years of time uh, these were the challenges and and uh, the biggest challenge was the mindset you know people were not used to recycling and they always considered waste as uh, something not belonging to the, the waste creator so a mindset change the organization um, did not uh, the people down below the leadership did not have the right frame of mind to, to develop a recycling plant of all the things you know people wanted people were more interested in putting up film lines and more technology coating lines printing lines but when we talked to uh, the people about recycling there was a big resistance from them and you know so on one hand we had a technological issue on the other hand uh, the people issue the mindset issue the attitude issue that this is something uh, which is not important where we are trying to put our resources so these two were the big challenges you know and uh, remember this time there was no funding for such projects today government is come forward to fund all the all the efforts on circular economy and sustainability but during this time you have to create your own funds they would never finance uh, something for recycling or sustainability because this these words were very sparingly used during this time so these were basically the challenges you know uh, resource mobilization technology and uh, changing the minds of people if i have to bracket them into three areas Fine, that understood. Right now, Mr. Pillai, we've been seeing, you know, a lot of uh, developments in the area of artificial intelligence and a lot of advanced technologies like near infrared for the uh, identification, you know, and sorting of plastic, especially multi-layer films where there is a lot of variation in the uh, composition of the waste. So, just we would like to hear, you know, what are, what is what are your thoughts or you know when you bring in these kind of advanced technologies would it lead to an improvement in the uh, output or the uh, performance of these machines would be able to scale up these kind of technologies so that multi it's, it's attractive as a business for entrepreneurs to come in and uh, make this a useful business because as of now we see multi-layer films are only being sent to the cement kilns for burning so can this be thought about by entrepreneurs as a good a business opportunity if if technology steps in and makes this uh, kind of a foolproof technology yes so as i said the multi-layer plastics uh, which we get as pcr compost consumer for recycling they have all kinds of dirt it, it has a lot of uh, mark people have to rack because sometimes pick it from the nalas and the gutters and stuff like that and they are not able to differentiate a multi-layer plastic to say for example polystyrene or uh, aluminum foil based uh, material or pet bottles itself paper based laminates for them uh, packaging is packaging so we when we started this we did it uh, we did a manual segregation we had about 15 people sitting on both side of the conveyor sorting this out but recently tomra has developed a system where you can separate out paper and foil based laminate so this is available so it has uh, reduced our uh, sorting time and sorting resources by half we just send this to uh, tomra line where the paper based and the aluminum foil based laminates are separated out 
first system is already installed in Mexico. The, uh, the second system will go live sometimes in June this year. And once they are successful, we, we will start this in our mother plant also, which is in India. We have 15 recycling lines where we will install uh, this technology. So the second half of your question was that whether it will encourage the industry into getting it into recycling more and more because of the technology. I would say, you know, the recycling project is a self-sustaining project. It would not give you that much returns as a core business, but it is not a loss making. It is not a, a scavenging project. If you see, you know, we can, we buy the scrap at, at something like 7 rupees a kilogram and we are able to sell easily anywhere between 30 and 35 rupees a kilogram. Uh, this is not a big money for a company like Uplex uh, or any other uh, industrialist for that matter. But uh, if you look at the overall um, benefits it is offering to the nation, the economy and as uh, and the environment, it is a worthwhile and standalone project. It will service for itself, it will service the capex for itself. The second hurdle for the industrialist to go in for this kind of industry is uh, involvement of unskilled labor. They want to keep the unskilled labor away as much as possible as a dirty operation. So definitely uh, the technology, you know, as I said, it would reduce the, the sorting manpower by almost half. This will certainly encourage all the, first of all, all the converting plants and all the people who are uh, the brand owners and the producers, they will, will definitely encourage them to get into recycling stream as it is no more dirty now, as well as it is a standalone project to service the capex required. So definitely, yes. Uh, also, I would like to add here, you know, in pet recycling is in very advanced stage. If you see compared to multi-layer packaging uh, recycling, recycling has been around for the last two, three decades now, there is already AI available for sorting out the bottles. Now, if you see pet bottle sorting, uh, we also have a pet bottle sorting. We are also putting up massive lines of pet bottle recycling for films. We were the first companies to uh, recycle pet bottles for film. Right now, everyone is doing it for fabric and uh, textile industry. So the biggest challenge is the color bottles and uh, the bottles which are non-polyester based, PVC based or uh, polypropylene based or HDP based. So already the technology and uh, NIR technology is available for sorting out on the material composition. But AI has uh, pitched in, uh, you know, various types of shapes because when the bottles are crushed and thrown away, it takes a uh, very random and non-uniform shape. So there is something called an SLDL technology, which is uh, smart learning and deep learning technology. So you put different types of shapes on the conveyor and let the AI, let the camera remember this. So, and it builds up over a period of time. So, smart learning is it will realize that, oh, something uh, with a bent neck is a bottle. And deep learning is, okay, it will remember the shapes in million uh, permutation combinations. So, this way, uh, you know, bottle sorting uh, industry and recycling industry has already adapted uh, this technology for recycling. So, this is getting more and more attention, the AI and the technology aspect. People are now looking at the technology for uh, introducing the technological aspect instead of putting massive manpower for uh, removing, which is something which is non-recyclable. Mr. Pillard, thank you very much for uh, sharing the uh, the futuristic, the, or let's say the future of uh, the recycling uh, technology. Having uh, completed, let's say, installation of a multi-layer film recyclate line or even say the other packaging waste materials, where do you see the of recycled granulates or what kind of applications can be developed 
from such uh, recycled granules has the market been developed by uh, in india yet or it, is it still a developing market the easiest and uh, low investment product which can be manufactured from recycled mlp granules is in injection molding no all the products which you see like flower plots uh, mugs uh, buckets uh, jars cycle pedals road dividers floor tiles so all these items which are injection molded they can be easily made with up to 50% of uh, mixing of recycled grain uh, in fact in uflex we have a policy where uh, we are not allowed to buy any plastic chair which is uh, which does not have a recycled content so we have made uh, bags you know the the luggage suit, suitcase bags with up to 50% uh, recycled granules we have made chairs as i said there are a lot of items which can be made say for example we are offering this scoop for uh, detergent manufacturers you know they all put scoops and they all have uh, jars for uh, the detergents so there it can be easily mixed uh, up to 30 and 40% the second application is the extruded pipes you know the, all the water pipelines like jain irrigation uses uh, millions of kilometers of material where this can be used very easily it gives you very good strength most important is india you know it predominantly is a pet based mlp market you know a lot of this is the consumption of different raw materials polyester enjoys a very big share in the multilayer plastics and polyester being a very strong material the recycled granulate coming out of india they are very high in mechanical strength in fact we have seen a, a product which is made from mixture of multilayer plastic granules and virgin material has more strength than the virgin material itself so all these extruded pipes and all they are very strong so there is a massive uh, application for extruded uh, pipes and injection molding applications it's a lot of r&d going on to get into the wood products uh, like bottle caps pepsico bottle caps or um, products which are used for packing food products a lot of uh, development going on technology per se is not is available to manufacture these components for food packaging but um, the fssi and uh, the approvals from government organizations for allowing uh, food packaging to be made from recycled material is not available in our country certain european countries and united states have already allowed usage of uh, recycled uh, molded components for food packaging but india we are still working on it so this is the future so very soon you will find um, packaging used for food products will also be uh, mandated to use uh, recycled uh, venues and third important thing which we are working on is how to use multilayer plastic granules in engineering plastics you know there are a lot of plastics where strength is a criteria uh, say for example a column a building column you know where a lot of work going on for replacing it with plastics and stuff like that engineering plastic strength plastics functional plastic what they call this is one area where we are looking at uh, encroaching but if you really see you know the the total multilayer plastic recycling in our country is very very less our country consumes more or less 150000 tons of laminate and you know less than 1500 tons of material is only recycled so you can imagine the fraction of percentage we are at and uh, so we are no way encroaching the other industry where they will say okay what will happen once all the material is going to be recycled the rigid plastic is growing at an equal pace as multi-layer flexible packaging market 
So there will never be a situation where we have left, we are left with a lot of granules and less number of plastic components to be made. So yeah, India is a very nascent state, although we have been doing this for a long time. We have not been able to lobby it enough, or you may say. We have not been able to get through this idea to the industry uh, as much as we had wanted so that everyone using multi-layer plastic packaging must recycle it and put it to a use whereby direct consumption of virgin material will go down substantially up to 20% easily we can reduce the consumption of virgin plastics it will not only help the economy but also you will see 20% less scrap on the surface of our country mr pillai thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on uh, the developing market and i'm sure uh, like the many uh, examples that you cited in this in this discussion there will be many more upcoming applications where there will be a dedicated market only for recycled products thank you so much for your time and sharing your deep insights into this uh, challenging subject i hope uh, it opens up a pandora's box i'm sure uh, people who would listen to this podcast would be deeply inspired especially the young entrepreneurs and also the people working in the area of sustainability and circular economy because uh, most of the conversations we've had with the industry and academicians is that multi-layer films uh, recycling is a is a subject which is not tenable i mean it's uh, it's beyond uh, recycling capabilities but the way you have made this uh, technology available and also shown the industry a direction it will certainly inspire uh, more uh, brainstorming sessions and uh, hopefully uflex will be the pioneer in leading the industry in this direction so thanks once again for being uh, our guest today on this podcast we wish you all the very best in your future endeavors uh, thank you so much mr anand prasad thank you aditya and uh, we look forward to having more such events where uh, uh, good things about uh, industry developments and innovations can be shared with the users thank you so much for having me Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Packaging Talks powered by packaging360.in. Hope you find our conversations interesting and informative. Please leave your feedback and comments in the link provided in the episode description. Tell us what you like about our content and which aspects of packaging would you like us to cover in our future episodes. Until next time, take care and stay safe.